Hello and welcome to the season finale of Brad is a Bad Person. In this episode, we'll be doing a recap and a Q&A section. So let's get right into it. So now we're going to sort of recap uh, our first season. We're going to talk about uh, what we've discussed over the last few months. So as I'm sure you will all remember, uh, as you are all dedicated listeners who have listened to all of our episodes... Um, during our during our run on conspiracies, we've spoken about the flat Earth. Uh, we've spoken about the conspiracies surrounding nine eleven. We've spoken about whether vaccines cause autism. We've spoken about the moon landing. We've spoken about cryptids and cryptozoology. Uh, we've spoken about aliens, and our most recent episode, we spoke about uh, some of the ridiculous theories. <laughs> Surrounding the assassination of JFK. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, guys, what, uh, what what topic have you enjoyed the most over the last few months? I'll go first. I'd say uh, I'm probably a little bit biased, but the the two episodes I hosted, I really enjoyed. But I think that was the reason I hosted it was because I was. Uh, extra interested in those topics. So the cryptozoology episode was great, especially part one. I think it was very uh, funny with our Bigfoot uh, erotica and the <laughs> the whole chupacabras thing. Um, yeah. And then I really enjoyed the JFK episode, um, particularly because uh, I was doing a little bit of research for it during my exam period and then I had my final exam and then I had no plans for like three or four days after it before the podcast. So I just spent all day, every day looking up stuff with JFK and uh, it was really, really interesting. So I really got uh, deep on that and I think I can consider myself an expert on JFK's assassination now. And um, yeah, I that was a, that was a good <laughs> one. And I, initially I didn't really want to um, do JFK because I thought – there's so much to cover that we're not going to be able to do it in one episode. and But I think we did really well with the JFK episode. I would agree. I think we did really well with all our episodes. Uh, they're all instant, timeless classics. Um, I, think, I think the one I had the most fun recording was probably the uh, autism uh, episode. Now, for those, for those uh, who are not aware, which is everyone, uh, I cut a lot out of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff he left in must have been pure gold. We <laughs> we we had a lot of complaints about that episode. Uh, quite a few people got offended by uh, what we spoke about and the language we used to speak about it. Uh, mostly Brad. Uh, <laughs> let me let me assure you, what I left in is. Uh, it's nothing compared to some of the stuff that uh, got said. So that was that was a really fun uh, episode to record. Not so fun to edit. <laughs> uh, Basically, <laughs> if you ever want to blackmail Brad, <laughs> he's got his number. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I I really enjoyed the research for the aliens episode as uh, well. Can I just say before we move on with the um, autism episode? I um yeah I after after the JFK episode I. I actually listened to another podcast about JFK and the people on the podcast didn't know things. They couldn't pronounce certain words. Like they pronounced Zapruder wrong for the Zapruder film. They oh. pronounced the name of the rifle wrong. They called it like a um, Calcano or something like that. I don't know. But they just got a whole bunch of stuff wrong, like the magic bullet, how many bullets were fired. And they were just, they didn't know what they were talking about. And it really annoyed me as an expert in JFK that people would just, <laughs> that people would make a podcast and get like basic things wrong. And then I started feeling bad because, uh, as you guys know, my, <laughs> my, my girlfriend works in the, uh, let's say she works in the disability industry and she knows a lot about autism. And she recently listened to that episode after I told her not to listen to it. <laughs> you know how she feels now. <laughs> yeah, but I, she recently, I told her not to listen to the episode and then she decided to listen to it a few days ago. And she was just messaging me saying like, oh, you got this wrong. You guys got this wrong. Uh, you guys are wrong about this. Like the stuff we were saying about early childhood development and um, things about autism and stuff. Like we, we just didn't know what we were talking about. So I think it, it definitely is a hilarious episode and I stand by the fact that it is 
very, very funny. But I think if anyone is sensitive around uh, autism, which is definitely fair enough if you know someone with autism, then uh, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you could be pretty annoyed too if you know a lot about it and you listen to us talk absolute <laughs> shit about it. I think we are... If you know more than us, which is basically anything. <laughs> we are definitely experts on whether or not uh, vaccines cause autism, but we're not experts on autism. So. <laughs> no, that's very true. The The main reason I wanted to do the um, autism episode, though, was because I think I had a very interesting point to make, which is that you don't really have to argue with people that say uh, vaccines cause autism. You can grant them that premise and still say, well, if you look at the way we've been able to reduce uh, you know, polio yes. and measles and all this stuff, then it does, like, even even if vaccines do cause autism, it's still good to get a vaccination. So you don't really even have to argue with them. You can just say, mm. yeah, yeah, but the risk versus reward says you should still get a vaccine. Agreed. All right. Well, enough of this apologetic bullshit. Uh... <laughs> it's not apologizing. I just realized <laughs> that we were just... Right. Okay. <laughs> if you come here to be informed, you're in the wrong fucking place. Um <laughs> Episode three, Autism Causes Vaccines, was 100% my favorite thing because it gave me free license to <laughs> say the word autist and I apologize to no one. Always come at me. All right. Now, if, we, <laughs> if I'm being more serious, uh, I had a lot of fun with the, uh, the 9-11 uh, episode, episode two. Um, I, I found the, the research, you know, despite the fact that the subject matter is horrifying. It was quite interesting. Um, it was interesting to try and look at it from another perspective, like try and find loopholes. And mm. and it, it, it was interesting, horrifying, but interesting at the same time. And that was probably, if we're being serious, my favourite episode. But for the for the last, autism definitely wins hands down. That was, that was great. Well, I think the 9-11 episode was pretty serious because it's a yeah. very heavy topic and we did yeah. do proper research for that because we wanted to do mm. it justice. And then the next episode we recorded was the autism episode, so I think it was just like, <laughs> let's fucking let loose and just talk shit. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. Just complete polar opposites there where we're trying to be very respectful <laughs> in one hand and then, yeah, yeah, just upset a few people in the next one. I didn't I, <laughs> Like, direct all your complaints towards me as well because I, I just went off chain then. I didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> Not at all. I, I think if um, if we were going to – if someone wants to recommend this podcast to their friend uh, to tell them – Don't start to, with episode three. <laughs> yeah, tell them to start with the moon landing episode or from yeah. the start. or I don't know. Cryptozoology or the moon landing episode are probably the funniest and least controversial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, now, just a little bit of an update on our, our very first episode, Think Back, Men. Yes. Think back to uh, when we recorded our, our debut episode, Flat Earth, Round Men. Uh, <clears throat> you'll, you'll all be happy to know that all three of us are still just as round, um, <laughs> and the Earth is still just as flat. Yes. But <laughs> uh, quite recently... Um, it's it's been in the news. Uh, a man from California, Mike Hughes, built a rocket uh, and was planning to launch himself above the Earth to prove that the Earth was flat. <laughs> uh, now, just just uh, yesterday or this morning, in fact, um, news came out that he was going to have to reschedule. His launch. He was going to do it yesterday, uh, but apparently the Euro- U.S. Bureau of Land Management won't allow him uh, to launch where he was going to launch. So he needs to find a different spot to launch his homemade rocket from. Uh, now, it, it's it's made it's made from an old motorhome that he bought on Craigslist, and uh, I, I just like that. He's done YouTube videos and all that sort of thing about it, but mm-hmm. he, he says that his plan is to launch himself into the Atmos flat. <laughs> <laughs> Not the atmosphere, because atmosphere would imply around Earth. He, he's going to launch himself into the Atmos flat oh, to no. prove that the Earth is flat. My it's God. like a Brad level pun. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's good fun. Uh, 
Space expeditions based on puns are guaranteed to end in 100% success. It's funny that the authorities stopped him because surely that helps his claim. He's like, fucking UN got in the ice wall and now they're stopping me from flying up. <laughs> they probably just told him to fucking crash land onto a city area or something. Because <laughs> he's attempted it before, hasn't he? Didn't he only go half the distance he's aiming for now and ended up in a wheelchair for like three months or something? Uh- I'm not sure, but I would believe that. Uh, but just another another quote from uh, Mad Mike Hughes uh, <laughs> is, I don't believe in science. <laughs> <laughs> I know about aerodynamics and fluid dynamics and how things move through the air about the certain size of rocket nozzles and thrust, but that's not science. That's just a formula. <laughs> There's no difference between science and science fiction. <laughs> Sounds like a postmodernist. Listen, I'm retarded, and even I know that that's retarded. (laughs) What? (laughs) Jesus. This is an episode three, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it, we love it. Okay, so let's talk about uh, how you guys feel just about conspiracy theories in general. Uh, How do you feel about the theories? How do you feel about the people who, who put them out there and believe in these theories? Well, allow me to jump in here, boys. Uh, you might have uh, remembered back way, way back when, in, in episode one, I was quite, quite harsh on the old conspiracy theorists. <laughs> mm, I do recall. Yeah, I was, uh, I was an angry man. You know, this, uh, this podcast has, has softened my ice cold heart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate them all. I thought that they were just a, a waste of space, oxygen, and uh, oh, a life that someone who could have contributed to society. Uh, should have occupied but um no 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 actually like the more you look into it uh the more i've realized that they're they're just people who are looking for answers even if they're looking in the wrong place or asking the wrong questions there a lot of them are people looking for answers i still won't um my stance on 9-11 truths has not changed i i detest them but um every everyone else is sort of i mean it's a bit more zany to me now than it is uh infuriating so <laughs> i I look. I I would be happy to engage a lot of them in conversation. Not truth is fuck the truth is, um, but pretty much everyone else now. I, I've I've softened on the issue a yeah. whole lot more. I I find them a lot more interesting, and I'm I'm glad we did it because mm. I was pretty pretty narrow minded. I didn't try to even That's bother good. looking at it. It's good that we've managed to broaden your horizons, Brad. Yeah, I know, guys. Uh, Fucking feel good moment right here, <laughs> Brad. The guy whose two favorite words are autist and retard has uh, <laughs> has learned to be tolerant and respectful of people. Good on you, Brad. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I well, think... I'm not too autistic to understand someone else's perspective. You just undid all the good stuff. There. Perfect. Full recovery. <laughs> okay, so I think I've learned uh, something myself as well. Um, I I went into this thinking that um, you know conspiracy theorists were like they're all some dude sitting in a in a tent with like a fucking tinfoil hat on, posting on their blog about you know, the government's coming to get them all that sort of thing. But uh, I've changed my mind about that. I think. Most of the people who believe in conspiracy theories are just people who have been told something and haven't bothered to put in any more research than than what they've been told. They only they just skim the surface of the information because when someone presents themselves as knowledgeable about mm-hmm. something um, and and they present their opinions as facts um i mean you tend to believe them you 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 tend to think oh well this guy knows what he's talking about there must be at least some truth behind that but uh i I think that's that's the issue a lot of the conspiracy theory nuts the people who are really at the center of it they just they don't say oh i think I think the world is run by lizard people. They say the world is run by lizard people. So you're saying that the, the, the confidence that they bring with That's that right, exactly. That's what I'm looking for, the confidence. It. They say it as if it is cold, hard truth 
um, yep. and people and that's convincing to them. Yeah, yeah, people see something shared on Facebook that says, "Ah, oh, would you believe the world is run by lizard people? Share with ten friends, and you'll have good luck for a year." Um, yeah. <laughs> what? That's sort why, of did, so, why did that turn into like a horoscope all of a sudden? <laughs> so, I think I think the main the main message I want to get out there is don't believe stuff at face value. Um, if <laughs> If if it sounds ridiculous or fishy, or even if you think, oh yeah, that could be right, just look into it. Do do a little bit of research. Just type it into Google, and you'll usually get a bunch of different perspectives. That's right. That's right. Just just yeah. read read different perspectives, points of view. Get the facts. Make up your own mind. Don't don't believe what someone tells you just because they sound like they know what yeah. they're saying. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I, I think that. That rings true for certain things. Like we were saying how many, like what percentage of Americans believe that the CIA, CIA was involved in JFK's assassination is huge. But that's probably just because people have watched JFK, the movie in 1991, mm. and be like, oh, yeah, like that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. But I think there are a lot of conspiracy theories theorists who don't believe exactly what they're told in the sense that, somebody hasn't just said oh you know the earth's flat and they go oh okay i guess it is like they go on to do their own research and then they have this confirmation bias and feedback loop that gets them really sucked into it so it's not like that they're uh, ignorant to the facts they're just totally disregarding the facts and going with what they what fits their narrative already so i think there are a lot of conspiracy theorists who do spend a lot of time researching it and looking into it they're not just someone who saw some you know article online and said like oh well i guess the jews did 9-11 you know like they actually <laughs> spend hours and days and weeks mm. and whatever looking into why the jews did 9-11 you know like they're not just taking something on face value well we'll have to agree to disagree <laughs> <laughs> no there are definitely <laughs> no there are definitely people uh like that it's like i think a being a conspiracy theorist is like their hobby. It's it gives them yeah. reason to believe that they're um, more intelligent than they are, or that they're more clued in, and that everybody else is just believing what they're told because everyone else is gullible. Yeah, they're the smart. Few. I think I can't remember. I can't remember what episode it was, but you mentioned a, a similar thing um, in one of our episodes that, like, they these people put so much time and effort into it they research it so much that you know it's a full-time job um for some people you know, yeah for some people and you can't argue with them because no matter what you say they'll bring up 50 other reasons why what they think is true yeah they might they they won't concede a point but they'll say like oh well yeah yeah what about this and yeah, you haven't even right. heard of that because they've been <laughs> looking into yeah. it for weeks and you've uh you know don't know much about it but yeah i think in general i'm glad that there are ultra skeptical people out there i consider myself a pretty skeptical person and i'll usually try to verify things for myself so i think it's great that there are people out there who refuse to believe the government no matter what the government says i think it's a bit ridiculous but uh, you definitely wouldn't want to live in a country where the government would say something and every single person would go okay i guess they must be telling the truth you want people. Yeah, to, they've got our best interests in heart. You know? Yeah, exactly. You want people to be. <laughs> you want people to be looking into it, and uh, for, you know, if a few thousand people are looking into it, uh, some of those people are going to be the sort of people who are going to refuse to believe anything. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, so you but, need you need checks and balances, and the skeptical people, regardless of which side of their own, they they help level it out, basically. Yeah, yeah, and there are people who are too skeptical, obviously, but. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad there are people out there like that because I'm, I'm, you know, when the government says that they killed Osama bin Laden, I just said, yeah, they probably did. Like, I didn't spend hours and days trying to figure out why they didn't, but other people did. So that means that if the government didn't actually kill Osama, then someone probably would have figured it out. There are yeah, people okay. looking into all this stuff, you know. Like, for example, when the JFK files were released a couple of weeks ago, like there are thousands and thousands of documents. I'm not going to sit there and read through no. all of these documents. Like 
it's a total yes, waste of time. Like you, you're not going to come across anything very interesting. And like, you know how I mentioned there were three or four things that people found, like mm-hmm. I'm not going to read, <laughs> I'm not going to read uh, government documents for 30 hours or whatever, however long it would take just to find out four semi-interesting yeah. <laughs> things. But there are people who will do that. And God bless those uh, crazy Autists. people. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> ah, it's good. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to move on to a bit of a, uh, a Q&A session can I just, now. Can I just mention quickly, the one thing I've learned from this season of doing conspiracy theories is if you ever have to watch YouTube videos that you're just trying to cram information in from and you're not actually watching it for enjoyment, watch it on 1.5 speed. You'll still understand what everybody says and you'll get through it a lot quicker. So ah, that's my advice. Helpful hints with uh, Morgan. Hot tip. I like it. Oh, and Lachlan, uh, I, was, I was also going to mention, you said a while ago that we're all probably on like a government watch list now because of our internet search oh, history. Yeah. <laughs> 100 things. So, Definitely. Yeah, like, and I think that's, <laughs> it's funny because, like when you when you try to use Google to research, you just do it for efficiency. So, like for example, you you don't type in uh, conspiracy theories that Jews were somehow possibly involved in nine eleven. And I definitely <laughs> don't believe this personally, but I just want to investigate it for research purposes. Like you don't write that; right. you just type in Jews did nine eleven. Exactly, you're right. Jews did nine eleven. Proof. <laughs> Bam. That's it. So if someone looks at your search history, that looks pretty bad. <laughs> I can't wait to be dragged into a courthouse and have my search history paraded in front of me. Uh, I'll, I'll personally ask for the death. It's like that movie Defending Your Life. Like, they won't replay scenes. They'll just pull up your, yeah. <laughs> your internet history. I'm yeah, just looking at yeah. my YouTube search history now, and it's uh, it's not good. Okay. <laughs> UFO proof. UFO sighting. Uh <laughs> Conspiracy theorists lie. JFK conspiracy. Are UFOs real? UFO truth. Loch Ness monster. Vaccines cause autism. (laughs) The way YouTube does their recommended videos is... um... It always gets oh, you with I that because I'll be I'll be going on YouTube to do my you know normal stuff and it'll come up with aliens built the pyramids and stuff like that and I'll be like no no that was last week I don't want any of that crap anymore <laughs> I'm done with that I'll tell you like the the two weeks after nine eleven were probably the most infuriating life period <laughs> uh, of my life because you know how much I hate truthers but I had to watch a bunch of truther videos. And just all of my recommended videos were like, 9-11 was an inside job. Here's the proof. And I was just like, why are you tormenting me with this? Oh, it took, I had to watch so much garbage just to get that out of there. Uh, it was, uh, it, I still, every now and then I still get recommended like a truth of video and I just want to fucking, I don't even know, but it's just, it's not good. My it's recommended good. videos at the moment are all Avril Lavigne songs and I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> That's fine by me. <laughs> You're living the dream. Yeah. Living the dream. <laughs> so we're going to do a bit of a, uh, a Q&A session now. Uh, some of our faithful listeners have submitted some questions for us to answer. Uh, we, all of those who didn't, you're terrible people. <laughs> uh, we love we love interacting with you guys. Don't forget, you can always get in touch with us, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and on our blog. So... Guys, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw these questions out there. I might direct them uh, here and there if I feel. So this one's sort of a sort of a question for all of us, uh, and we've sort of already answered it. But Jono asks, "What was your favorite episode to make?" So Brad, okay, we're talking about favorite episode to make, so not just purely the result. Mm. Um, it's probably the the cryptids was a really good one. Mm. Uh, because we had a, a pretty solid game plan going into it. Oh. It was nice to have Morgs as well because it was a bit more directed than we, we had been doing up until that point. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, I liked that we all got to sort of pick a, a crypt with some cryptids to, to bring to the party as well. Um, obviously we had the big ones, but yeah, it was, it was, it was really fun. And then, uh, the, the speed round I did at the end was really <laughs> funny. I, thought, I don't know. I just listening back to it, I think that was one of my favorite parts. I mean, not to toot my own horn. I'm going to agree with you, Brad. I think, uh, that was the, my favorite to make as well. The research was fun. The recording was fun. 
Yeah. It was the first time Morgs hosted, so you know, took a load off me. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was good fun. No big boots to fill, and Morgs uh, took up that space very nicely. Yeah, I, I just want to say the two episodes I hosted, I put in a lot of time to uh, to do the hosting duties and to get all the structure and stuff right. But you know, like I have that time, and Lachlan's got a pregnant wife at home, so uh, we can't expect him to put in as much effort as I did for those two episodes. So um, yeah, and I'm not going to be able to put in that effort every episode. But the the cryptozoology episode. I don't know why I did. Maybe I was just sick of doing uni work, but I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to research the hell out of this. And then um, the JFK episode I had, I had plenty of time. So yeah, speaking of, I think the JFK episode was probably my favorite one to record. And that was probably just because I felt the most confident about everything that I was talking about. I didn't have to take a backseat in any conversations because I didn't feel confident with it. Like every everything we talked about, I was totally on top of. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think it, it was a lot of fun, especially with Brad's joke that <laughs> Jack Ruby died of fluid loss because he was getting blown so many times <laughs> in prison. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay, so uh, so Stephen asks, what other podcasts do you guys listen to? Um, so I actually only regularly listen to one other podcast, and that is uh, the podcast on the left. Uh, they do a lot of true crime stuff. They talk about conspiracies and, like, um, spooky paranormal stuff as well, but my favorite episodes are the ones where they speak about uh, serial killers, and it's it's a really good podcast. It's very funny. It's very informative. It's very well-structured and well-produced. I would recommend uh, anyone who's a fan of us to have a listen to that. Cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I obviously don't have a lot of free time. So Bullshit. Gainfully employed, and uh, <laughs> look, the only one that I listen to on a semi-regular basis is and it's purely based on guests, is a Joe Rogan experience. Um, Morgan showed me it, and, uh, yeah, I, I think it's really interesting. It's, it's a three hours, so it's a solid podcast if you're going to listen to it usually. Yeah. But it's really interesting when well, – I mean, and, again, it's based on the guests usually when I listen to it. So if I see, you know, X has been on the podcast, I'm like, okay, I'll, watch, I'll listen to this. I'll, I'll take the three hours out of my day to listen to, to it, which is um, – it's a bit of a commitment, three hours, but it's usually very entertaining. Yeah, I, I do a lot of driving for work and for other things. So uh, I spend a lot of time in the car. So the Joe Rogan experience, the the length of that doesn't bother me. Like most episodes are two to three hours, but I'll definitely get through that without too much trouble. So yeah, I think the Joe Rogan experience is probably my favorite podcast to listen to, but I'm not really interested in stand-up comedy or UFC or MMA. So that means about half of the episodes don't interest me because all these guests are, you know, a fellow stand-up comedian or someone talking about yeah. UFC or something. So, um, yeah, but I think Joe Rogan's the best podcast host and uh, the the three-hour length uh, I really like because they can really get into topics. So I think that the two episodes you did with Jordan Peterson are amazing and the mm. um, four-hour episode with yeah. Alex Jones is a classic if your brain can handle that <laughs> nonsense. It's a lot of fun. Um, so, well, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in... Um, politics and culture so most of my most of the podcasts i listen to are about that so the the ones i listen to regularly are the tom wood show that's a like half hour daily libertarian podcast and um <laughs> at the start of every episode tom woods does a, a quick little promo for some business usually and uh, i knew that was the podcast for me because one of the first episodes i listened to he said like welcome to the tom wood show Friends, if you're in the market for buying gold, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, yeah. Um, this show is recession-proof. <laughs> yeah, and then I listened to the Rubin Report, um, unregistered with Thaddeus Russell. I sometimes listen to the Waking Up podcast with Sam Harris, depending on the topic or the guest. Um, the Ben Shapiro show is really uh, good if anything is going on in American politics that I don't understand because Ben Shapiro is a, a genius and he's trained as yeah, a lawyer. I really like Ben Shapiro. Yeah, he's trained as a lawyer, so he knows all the um, the stuff inside out to do with Congress and uh, the Supreme Court and everything, so that's really good. And then uh, Beauty and the Beta is a good um, weekly recap podcast of what's going on in American politics. Good fun. And it's finished now, but Free Speech with Gavin McInnes is probably my favorite podcast of all time because he had... Um, really good guests on that were all uh, very different. Each episode was totally unique 
And um, yeah, they were all really interesting. Some were awkward and hostile. Some episodes were focused on one topic and others were just conversations that took a life on the, of their own. But um, yeah, they were always funny and always interesting. So uh, the common theme yeah. was always freedom and freedom of speech. So I was happy with that. And um, for non-political podcasts, I listen to Norm MacDonald Live because Norm MacDonald is hilarious and the Hidden Creatures podcast uh, I still listen to that. I was using it for research for the zoology episode, but I'm still listening to it. So That's good. And, of course, we can't forget to mention uh, the most important podcast, Brad is a Bad Person. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to uh, – I, I don't listen to it because it's behind a paywall, but Louder with Crowder, I, I catch the, the YouTube segments of it. With yeah, Stephen Crowder's great. Stephen Crowder is very entertaining. He makes uh, very salient points. Um, he's – He's a bit over the top sometimes, but in a in a comical way. And Nokia Jared and him have great chemistry. <laughs> so, um, if anyone wants to check it out, Louder with Crowder is excellent. It's really funny and very informative. Yeah, he, he's really good. I feel like the full length podcast isn't that great though, because yeah, the best stuff makes it onto YouTube. And uh, I don't know, it's it's he's talking about really serious things, but trying to do it in a jokey way. And sometimes it's like, yeah. Which is perfect. Oh, some, sometimes I'm like, <laughs> this is serious, don't make jokes about it. And other times it's like, you're making jokes, stop trying to make it serious. So it, like that sort of blend doesn't really work for me usually. Yeah. But I do like... Um, yeah, it works for the, the common man like me, you know, you're real salt of the air. Layman. Just down, down to earth people, you know, not these brains over here. Yeah, well, let's say, let's say uh, the Ben Shapiro show is the thinking man's ladder with crowd. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do love Ben Shapiro as well because even though he, he's an excellent speaker, he, he never condescends to anyone, which I think is um, fantastic. He just makes good points. Yeah, that's true. So I, I think he's an excellent speaker, but I, I don't listen to his his podcast. I just I watch a lot of videos so of him on YouTube. It's a bit so. content heavy and it gets into the weeds with all the systems mm-hmm. and stuff. So not usually um, overly entertaining or hilarious, but definitely if mm. you're interested in it, good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Uh, now, Brad, I'm going to direct this one at you. Uh, oh, I am ready. Direct away. Your your man, Hippie, asks... Oh, really? Uh, how much dick could a woodchuck suck if a woodchuck could suck dick? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to, to thank Hippie for taking his time out of his day to write that. Um, <laughs> definitely was not a waste of time at all. And <laughs> I'm glad he didn't leave it anonymous as well because that... Uh, <laughs> Would have really wasted out time. Um, I don't know, like a couple of feet. <laughs> Do you measure dick in feet? Or... <laughs> well, he didn't say how many dicks. He said how much dick. So I guess you measure yeah. it in in length. Yeah, I, I was saying, let's say a couple of feet. Yeah. Okay, six feet, six feet. There you you heard it here first, people. <laughs> now, William. Uh, has a two-part question. Uh, first of all, can you guys do an episode on the Finland conspiracy or just a basic maths episode about fractions and percentages with Brad as host? Um, let me uh, jump in here and answer this question. Uh, I start off with the statement, which is, fuck you, William. Um, <laughs> I appreciate your listening and uh, taking the time out of your day to write a comment, but... Uh, <laughs> You having to dig at me for my math skills is uh, not appreciated. Uh, I don't know what the Finland conspiracy is. I'll be interested in that. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would actually really like to do an episode on the Finland conspiracy one day. Uh, just just to gloss over it, the conspiracy is that Finland doesn't exist. Uh, that it's it's a made up country. That the land oh and the people and it just none of it is there. It's just water. Um, that sounds all amazing. The, all the surrounding countries countries are conspiring to make the world believe that it's real. That sounds amazing. I I would be very interested in doing that. I, I don't want to rule that out. Uh, but uh, this season on conspiracy is over. We may come back to them one day. Well, I've never been to Finland. Have you been to Finland, like this? <laughs> uh, I haven't. <laughs> Have you, Brad? Only in my dreams. Only in my dreams. Inconclusive. So the second part of William's question, also, what sauce goes best with whale meat? Japan is on the <laughs> forefront of research, but I want your opinions on the matter. <laughs> teriyaki, surely. Yeah, I, and it has to be wasabi, yeah, teriyaki some wasabi or based, uh... something. I don't know. I don't eat a lot of fish. Um, it's hard for me to say. Whales aren't fish, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. Whales aren't fish. They are not. Uh, believe it or not, I actually had a friend who uh, ate 
whale. Really? And he said that it was it was somewhere between um somewhere between fish and and, and beef, I believe is what he said. So I'm gonna oh, go with a barbecue sauce. Yeah, maybe like a barbecue. Although teriyaki is good on beef as well. I'm gonna stick with teriyaki. Maybe a soy. I think if you're gonna eat whale, you might as well just fucking eat it. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're not gonna try it with some sauce? Don't just... dress it up. Nah, just chuck it in there. Like not not the whole thing. Maybe just like some of it with just, a bit of barbecue and some with some teriyaki. Like surely. Just take a big bite out of it. <laughs> okay, so uh, we we also got a few anonymous questions uh, submitted through our blog. These will be good. Um, so these could be from different people. They could all be from the same person. I don't know. But anonymous asks, "Why did you choose to focus on conspiracies?" Hmm. Well, I think I can answer that one best by saying that uh, <laughs> they annoy Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably the sole reason you guys pick conspiracies is because you wanted me to get upset. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm not gonna, great I'm not gonna argue with that. That was a very big factor in, uh, <laughs> in why we chose to spoke about to speak about conspiracies. I think as well, it's sort of well, I mean, we thought it wouldn't be uh, polarizing. We we didn't think people would. <laughs> We'd get upset about <laughs> the things we were going to speak about. Um, yeah. We thought we'd start off with something light uh, before we before we get stuck into anything um, too too political. <laughs> Turns out we were wrong. Well, yeah, episode three, really. <laughs> yeah, I, I as I said before, I'm really interested in um, politics, but I think my political views annoy a lot of people, both left and right. So I think it's probably best <laughs> that I don't um, put them out on a podcast. Like I've written a blog in the past, and people can people who know me can read that. And then, yeah, I'd, I'd rather talk about things that are going to be uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, more lighthearted, definitely, but uh, mm. interesting and less controversial. So uh, I'll try to stick away from uh, autism-related topics in future podcasts. <laughs> I will march headlong into it bravely. Uh, <laughs> where few men tread, I I make my home. Okay, so. <laughs> Fear, fear not, listeners. <laughs> that actually segues perfectly into the next anonymous question. Uh, what's with the name Brad is a bad person? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it to be self-evident. <laughs> That's right. I think anyone who's listened to the podcast uh, understands why it's called Brad is a bad person. Um, the name, it, it actually came from my wife. Um, I was just kind of bouncing names off for when we were still trying to decide what we were going to call it. And, and she came out with that because though she is quite fond of Brad, she does enjoy uh, a gentle ribbing girl there. <laughs> I still think we should have gone with the bratty bunch, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I've, I don't know. We just all kind of agreed that that was a really good name. Uh, yeah, I think she half said it as a joke and then we all sort of yeah. thought it was funny and we just went with it. So. That's right. Yeah, and I think at this stage we hadn't decided that the first season was going to be on conspiracy Yeah, series, we so had we to really keep it open. Uh, nothing yeah. too specific. <laughs> the only specific thing that we know is that I'm a terrible human being. It so. has proved true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think a few years ago I actually took up the took up calling bad um, <laughs> sorry. I took up calling Brad Bad Brad. That was his nickname for a while. <laughs> and it didn't stick. But I was calling him Bad Brad for a while. Uh, so you were doing it before it was cool. <laughs> bad Chad works really well. If you have a friend called Chad, call him Bad, bad Chad. Chad. That works really well. But Bad Brad doesn't work quite as well. It's not, it's not going to stick. It's not happening. Stop trying to make Fetch happen. Felch. That's disgusting. I can't believe you'd say that. Uh, you. Morgan is a bad person. Tune in for season two of Morgs is a bad person. <laughs> All right. So our, our last question for tonight is uh, another anonymous one. Who does what behind the scenes? I'll let you guys handle this. <laughs> yeah, you probably would because you don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I edit the podcast. Uh, that's, that's about all I do, really. Uh, that being said, it is a monumental task. Yes. Uh, the first episode, not not to uh, blow my own trumpet or anything, but the first episode took me about 10 hours to edit. Uh, I've cut it down considerably since then, but it is still uh, several hours put into each episode. Has to cut out all the outrageous things that Brad said. <laughs> 
that's, uh, that's a job in and of itself. So, uh, Morgs, Morgs does a lot as well. Um, Morgan, do you want to explain what you do behind the scenes? Yeah, I do the the blog, which um, it takes a while just because I have to uh, figure out what needs to go where and uh, what's worth including in it and everything like that. I don't know how many people actually read the blog and find it interesting, but uh, I think it's it's a very good companion to the uh, episode, so Definitely. people can go there to get extra information on stuff like that. And then I um, make the face most of the Facebook posts are from me. I think Lachlan's done a couple, yep. and uh, Brad just shows up on the day without doing any research uh, and records. So I... that's what he does behind the scenes. <laughs> As the talent, <laughs> uh, I do. Uh, I do do a bit of research, as you saw tonight. As, as was, the namesake uh, of this podcast, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't expect Cher to do any of the work at her concert, would you? As, you know, I mean, she just shows up and sings, right? Now, <laughs> Sunny does all the stuff behind the scenes. <laughs> I'll have you know that I have done one of the Facebook posts and uploaded once as well, so I have contributed. Uh, Brad, your literacy is not much better than your numeracy, and we had to fucking fix all your spelling mistakes. It was like two mal- two spelling mistakes, <laughs> and it was rough edits that I sent you on the phone, and you were getting up in my grill about your like fuck off. <laughs> After we'd you'd gone over it, and I corrected my spelling mistakes that my phone made. <laughs> your phone doesn't make the your your spelling mistake. You do that. No, when I type why are you comes up with the correctly like, you comes up on the left side yeah. your why are you are comes up in the middle and i just hit the middle one why it's not that you, I, know, you know how it's spelled so why do you do that i'm typing fast I don't know. <laughs> all right You're typing i know it's incorrect <laughs> yes i do i know it's incorrect but when we're talking amongst friends i'd think that my friends would cut me uh, a small amount of slack and not be asshole come on brad you know it's better than that yeah, bad craftsman blames his tools. You don't know how to spell, <laughs> and you're blaming your phone. I know how to spell fine. Um, you just I choose, just not, choose to. not to do it on a regular basis. <laughs> but I'm actually trying. It's all correct. Anyway, I did that for one of the posts, so I have contributed. Uh, a fuck you guys. Well, I think the fact that the 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 podcast is called Brad is a bad person means that you can basically get away with doing nothing because we can't really fire you from the show. Yes, that's true. Because you're you're you know. As the titular <laughs> character, you are integral to the uh, recording of it. So it would be kind of mean to name a podcast uh, after someone saying they're a bad person, and that person is not included in the podcast. Oh, sure. <laughs> if you, if you could. I don't want to give you ideas, guys. But it um, would be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is what I deal with on a daily basis and people wonder why I'm a bad person. I'm like an echidna. I need to be defensive. I think Melissa Vandell is free uh, to replace Brad. <laughs> we need a Brad sound-alike. A sound-alike. Yeah. No. Fuck so, you guys. I hope. So finally for this episode, uh, we're going to talk about what's next for us here at uh, Brad is a Bad Person. Or biabp, as we have taken as to call it uh, every now and then. What uh, what what are we going to talk about in season two, guys? <laughs> Literally had no discussion about this yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm not under Come on, man, we're just spitballing. <laughs> spitballing on the fly. That's right. I would definitely be up for doing um, more conspiracy stuff if we can think of it. Uh, I I really enjoyed doing the conspiracy episodes but i think along the same vein of um skepticism we could do you know we could transition into pseudoscience pretty um seamlessly i think we could do episodes mm. on alternative mm. medicine and astrology well, Brad has three quarters of a degree in pseudoscience they're talking about my psychology bachelor uh, <laughs> It's a science of sorts. <laughs> of the pseudo sort. Yeah, fuck off. No, it's good. If you, if you finish the degree, it's good. <laughs> uh, Actually, I think you started complaining when they brought stats into it because you were like, I'm terrible yes, at Yes, they did. <laughs> so the first, they have what's called research methods A and research methods B. And research methods A, I scraped by. Research methods B, I needed a 70 in, and it was a compulsory course, like a core <laughs> subject. Um, so I just I threw in the towel there at two and a half years of university. Yeah, that was uh, 
It's a slightly disappointing time in my life. Thanks for bringing it up, guys, on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Brett ended up recording a uh, a podcast. Things just got a little too real, and Brett is a bad person. <laughs> No, it's a, all a learning experience. University is for fags, and uh, uh, it's not useful at all. <laughs> Way to waste your life, Mox. <laughs> it's all about practical skills. Would you say stick to the STEM fields, or are you just going to throw the whole thing out, Brad? No, I'm throwing the whole thing out. In the STEM field, they've been tainted by uh, proximity. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No. Um, no, university was fun. I just uh, couldn't go any further with it because I'm... Maths retarded. <laughs> unfortunate. Really unfortunate because I didn't actually want to do anything in involving research psychology. I wanted to stick to neuropsychology, but it was just not uh, an option. Then, you know, I was doing neuropsychology. It was really quite interesting. It's like you know, functions of the brain and everything like that. You could have done a thesis on um, how conspiracy theorists think, what makes them different to us. Yeah, if I got to the, the thesis part. You could have made breakthrough research in uh, autism. <laughs> <laughs> on how to upset autists because yes <laughs> well no you've already done that yeah i know that's what i mean breakthrough research <laughs> this is all practical i'm gonna write my thesis self-publish it <laughs> self-publish. <laughs> no citations <laughs> no citations just my own uh i'll just i'll cite the episodes of brad is a bad person <laughs> every sentence starts with don't you reckon <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever noticed? <laughs> yeah, that'll be. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Oxford style of so we could speak about further conspiracies. Uh, there's there's a lot of other topics out there as well. It depends how serious our audience wants us to get. Yeah, like I'd be interested in just having like a, a, a sort of, I don't know, maybe a, a smaller, shorter version of things where we could do just sort of quick chats about maybe more current events. Um, not necessarily the political nature, just general news. Well, we could. We Funny could. stuff in the news that is uh, interesting. Like just keep it lighthearted. And not get we too could serious. ditch the seasonal approach altogether. We could just talk about different topics from uh, fortnight to fortnight. We could talk about religion. We could talk about politics. We could talk about yeah. sex. There are, there are options because, I mean, the, I think one of the main reasons that we, we started this whole thing was that we, whenever we catch up, this is kind of just what we do. We just talk shit. Pretty much. And we don't catch up as much as we used to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I think one of the times I thought it would be a good idea to do a podcast, I think Lachlan had already floated the idea, but uh, Brad, you and I got into this argument that went for about an hour about whether the <laughs> Crusades were religiously motivated. <laughs> And we started getting into semantics of what does religiously motivated mean when everybody knows what the fuck it means. <laughs> and we just got into the weeds on this ridiculous argument and you were refusing to concede any point. And I w- didn't concede any points either, but that's because I was right. Saying <laughs> yeah, the Crusades weren't religiously motivated is ridiculous. I don't want to start this again here. But no, you're wrong. I definitely don't want to start it again. I don't want to. I don't want to win a two-hour argument for the second time. Hey, actually, you know what? Let's get this in the public, right? So that so that people can see how ridiculous you are behind the scenes. You're the dumbest smart guy I know, and the Crusades were 100 percent religiously motivated. All right, we'll just, I'll just say my piece quickly that um, there, if if you were to read the Bible, there would be nothing in it that would justify the Crusades. And when you think of the things that ISIS do, you know, they have sex slaves, the way they run their society and stuff, it's all from the Quran. That's their playbook. They're doing everything. They have a very extreme interpretation of the Quran and the Hadiths, but it's all there. The Crusades, there's nothing in it. There's nothing in the Bible that says retake the Holy Land. There's nothing in there that would lead people to uh, (laughs) go to Jerusalem and take back the uh, Holy City. So uh, it was culturally motivated it was not religiously motivated it didn't come from the book okay. morgan's views do represent the views of brother's bad person <laughs> now i let me say my piece when the no when it's commanded by the pope the closest man to god to retake the the birthplace of jesus how is that not motivated by religion it was motivated by a religious person but not by a religion by a religion. I'm having, for religious I'm reasons. having Vietnam style flashbacks. <laughs> the, uh, the from this ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> You're uh, you, the one who's arguing semantics here is you, not me. It's ridiculous. I think I think we can actually 
we can actually just put a pin in it there because if anyone was there for the actual conversation, it was just me saying that and Brad saying what he said over and over again for about an hour. There was no there was no further discussion of it. I was just saying this is what it means to be religiously motivated, and Brad was saying if it comes from a pope, it's religiously motivated. We just couldn't get yes. past that. It went, no, we it went for a very long time. I think I told you guys to get out of my house pretty shortly after that. Well, pretty longly after that, but yeah. <laughs> and typical Lachlan sitting on the fence, you fucking gutless coward. <laughs> so, uh, look, let's let's open it up to our audience. They're the ones who have yeah, to listen to us rant, rant and rave about this bullshit. Uh, what, what are you guys out there in Radio Land that we should talk about? <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, send us an email. Send us a message on Facebook. Tweet at us. Or, I don't Anything. know. Send us a postcard. And it's up on the blog. The blog is great. You see, I I think we need to stress this enough to the people that the blog, Morgan puts a lot of effort into the it. The blog actually, is excellent. It is excellent. If you've got that open while you're listening to this, it, it makes the experience a whole lot richer. Mm, you'll be able to see what we're talking about. It, it explains it a lot better. Yeah, definitely. Like, I know we're not the first people to do it, but I, I think it's really going to enhance your Brad is a bad person experience if you are to <laughs> uh, look at the blog because yeah, there's a. It's funny. It's got. A, it's very informative. It's got pictures, videos. It's got pictures. Yeah, it's got everything. You know. I'm uncomfortable being complimented like this, so I'm going to say, Brad, I believe in God. So would you say that the blog is religiously motivated? <laughs> If the blog was asking me, if the blog was retaking holy cyberspace, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm not sure. Uh, we're not sure at this stage when we will be back, uh, but but you can be sure that it will be all over our social media when we do come back. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what you want us to talk about, guys. This season has been very fun. I, I look forward to season two and yeah. further seasons throughout. Uh, I, I have a child due in, well, when this goes live, it'll be a week. He may even be mm. here by then. Uh, so next season I will definitely be sleep deprived and probably get really silly. That's <laughs> <laughs> talking about dad stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Is this like a disclaimer before it, like so that you can just point back to this exact moment? That's right. Look, I, That's I right. warned you. We can we can use this podcast as evidence in my trial. I must <laughs> say that Lachlan has been training his whole life to be a dad. His dad jokes are on point. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you can you can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, our blog, Brad is a bad person. WordPress. Dot com. Send us an email, bradisabadperson at gmail.com. Uh, Bradley, Morgan, uh, this has been fun. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And if we can get through the contract negotiations, I'll be back to see you. Oh, shit. Thanks, guys. Thank you.